Good day, listeners. Welcome to episode 23 of You Got This. I hope everyone's doing well out there. If you're new, I appreciate having you here. And if you're a returning listener, I'm happy to have you back. Just to make sure everyone's up to speed. You Got This slash UGT is a podcast where we explore authentic living, seeing things from a higher perspective, and how to balance taking care of yourself and the world around you. The U stands for universe or universal consciousness. And of course, it's a play on the word U with a Y, but you have permission to make the U whatever you want it to be. I'm your host, Asia Smith, and I'm a leadership educator, life coach, and intuitive healer. That's not a replacement for therapy. On the podcast, we keep it real and we keep it light. It's for entertainment purposes only. So if you need it, please do what you got to do to keep yourself well, because it matters to me and it matters to the folks around you too. Thank you kindly. (laughs) So. I'll start by saying this episode's dropping on 12-12, y'all. Um, and that means my OCD tendencies slash spidey senses are fully activated. <laughs> I'm feeling energized. And like many others out there, I also tend to feel energized and empowered as well after listening to Oprah. <laughs> so we're back with another excerpt from her Super Soul Sunday series, since listeners really seem to enjoy when I share those clips. <laughs> um, I've mentioned before that the episodes featuring Oprah's talks have gotten the most streams by far, and understandably so. It's wonderful content. In that case, I'm more than happy to give the people what they want. <laughs> Ask and you shall receive. So returning listeners, y'all know we had the extended energy reading in our last episode that focused on guidance from spirit on manifesting the life we desire. Y'all also know I'm into the woo-woo stuff, but I'm all about being practical as well. So as a continuation of our manifesting theme in episode 22, today we're going to learn how all that actually works. (laughs) And of course, we're going to do this by way of Oprah. (laughs) So just a heads up, this Super Soul Sunday excerpt has been edited a little bit. So to hear the full interview, you'll want to visit the link in the episode description. What you're going to hear here (laughs) is Oprah chatting with Dr. Michael Beckwith. He's the highly regarded founder and spiritual director of the Agape International Spiritual Center. And in this talk, they discuss establishing intentions and the power of true manifestation. Uh, Fun fact, agape is a term that from a spiritual lens basically means unconditional love. And another fun fact, if you don't already know who this gentleman is, I highly suggest Googling him and looking into his work. He's definitely got some skin in the game, <laughs> the spirituality game to be specific. Um, most notably, you know, he's a POC, a person of color for anyone who doesn't know what that means. And so overall with the wellness industry and the whole sort of consciousness movement, uh, truly lacking media representation from people of color, And I'll dig even deeper into that and say men of color, black men especially, he's a great example that's a bit different from some of the popular or mainstream folks you might be used to hearing from of what it means to live an authentic, and that's an authentic, not inauthentic, (laughs) and universally conscious life. 
And I'm not pointing out race to be divisive. It's just to shed light on inequities. It's the reality, yeah? And also as it relates to spirituality, I've said this before on the podcast, spirituality is what you make it. It's yours. It's not necessarily religion, though it could be. So just know that what Dr. Beckwith and Oprah speak about in this chat applies to anyone and everyone, regardless of your beliefs. All are welcome. And on that note, (laughs) let's dive in. Go ahead and get comfy, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Also, if you'd like, be sure to stay tuned for the energy reading after the sponsor message. Be safe and stay well. We are vibrational beings. You know, we're not just flesh and blood. You know, uh, if you put anything under a microscope, an intense microscope, you can ultimately see that everything is vibration. And and as the scientists are not telling us, there's information there, but it's not solid, it's always moving. So we're vibrational beings. And when we lift our vibration to what we want to experience, it happens first on a vibratory level, and then it shows up and manifests in our life. So uh, people who are holding on to rancor, animosity, Mm -hmm. they're slowing down their vibration. Another way of saying is you cannot have what you're not willing to become vibrationally. Ah. If you do get it, you'll lose it. Ah. You see, this is why people, they'll win the lottery, they, they lose everything, <laughs> yeah. or they'll finally get the person they think they Absolutely. want to be with. They can't keep, the, can't keep the relationship, or they'll get a modicum of success but can't hold on to it, because inside, they weren't vibrationally aligned. They really hadn't become it. So you can temporarily manipulate and get things, but to have it completely, you have to lift your vibration and and become that in in, in vibration. You're not really attracting things to you, you're really radiating. Ah, It's really a radiation. I could cry right now. It's like if I become the vibrational frequency of love, harmony, peace, and I'm radiating that. That's the key. It's gonna show up in my life. That's the key, that's the word. You're not attracting it. You have to be it and radiate it, and then it it comes. It is drawn to you, right? The, and you to it. Yeah. You have to like yourself when you're by yourself. Yeah. You have to like yourself. I mean, when you when you're by yourself, you have to look at those thoughts, the beautiful thoughts, the crazy thoughts. Mm-hmm. You have to embrace yourself. You have to forgive yourself. You have to love yourself. And when you can fall in love with yourself and like yourself when you're by yourself, now you can be with others. But if you don't like yourself when you're by yourself, then you're pulling on others to make you happy. Is it possible to life vision when you're at the bottom? Not only is it possible, that's probably the best time to do it. When circumstances and situations are pressing in upon us, the only way we can overcome them is to go within, to actually begin to ask very empowering questions with the awareness that this universal presence and its law will answer any question that you ask. So if you're in a situation that uh, is pressing on you and you ask, what's trying to emerge in my life? What is my gift to share? Mm. What is my purpose? Why am I here on the planet? Not just how can I pay my rent, not just how can I stop the pain. You ask empowering questions, the universe will answer these questions in a language and in a way that you can understand. There'll be inner prompting, there'll be intuitive hits, nudges, signs, symbols, dreams. It'll come in the language of the, own, the, the individual soul and heart. The difficulty is that when people are in tough situations, 
they ask disempowering questions. Whoa. They say, what's wrong? Mm -hmm. Who's to blame? Yeah. Why, Why me? me? Yes. Those are the disempowering questions. So the universe will answer those too. It'll pull on the database of human experience and say, you were born on the wrong side of the tracks, or you were born on the right side of the tracks, or you, this happened or that happened. It'll give you a, a, a bevy of excuses. But if you ask an empowering question, you'll get an answer to rise above the muck. So it's all about the question, the sincerity of the question, and then the ability and the willingness to, to really listen, to really be available. That, that's where the juice is. And that is available to every human being. Whether an individual is in prison, whether an individual is imprisoned by circumstance, imprisoned in their own mind about an event that happened in their past, it doesn't matter. Once you ask with sincerity, the universe will answer. That's, that's the way it operates. It goes back to asking the question. Yeah. And it, but it also goes back to understanding that the presence of God has never made a mistake, yeah. doesn't do do-overs, and doesn't repeat itself. Yeah. Therefore, each of us are unique expressions of the infinite. The way the infinite gets to express its infinite nature is through its uniqueness. Yeah. Therefore, I have a mandate to discover myself, yeah. find out who and what I am, what my purpose is, and to express it. And that, and that idea within us yeah. is infinite and is always unfolding. So it's not a one and done. It's not, I've arrived. Mm -hmm. It's, I'm always on a journey of unfolding. You grow where it's, you're planted. You grow where you're planted. And, and then you ask, what's trying to emerge? What's trying to unfold? And you'll start to get hints. You start to take baby steps walking in that direction. And as you take baby steps, inertia becomes momentum. Mm -hmm. And then possibilities start to reveal themselves. Potential starts to be activated. And, and you find yourself, as you look back, wow, I'm changed. I'm different. Yeah. When did that happen? You have to be in alignment with it. You have to have a level of practice. You have to give up your resistance to the circumstance. In other words, you're, it's, you're not arguing and resisting the with the circumstances. Yeah. I know this person said, I prayed. I did that. God hadn't <laughs> answered me yet. Yeah. This is the deal. God is always answering. Yes. But are we receiving? Are we listening? Are we available? Yes. So prayer, meditation, life visioning, it attunes us to become in alignment yeah. with that vibration. So we actually can hear it. We can actually feel it and then move in that direction. Many people, uh, if their prayers would be answered, they couldn't even receive it. They're not, they're not vibrationally ready. Victim consciousness is where many people live. Yeah. Somebody did it to me. The reason why I'm not happy is because he just make, you know, my ex-boyfriend, my boss. The world isn't fair. The world isn't fair. They're doing it to me. The reason why I'm not happy is somebody else's fault. Mm -hmm. God did it to me. The devil did it to me. My astrological sign did it to me. The numbers did it my to mother. me. My mother. My karma. Yeah. Okay. That's the victim stage. Every victim has a victim story. You ask somebody, a victim, what's going on, they'll give you a list of complaints about what's wrong and who did it. Fannie Lou Hamer once said, I got sick and tired of being sick and tired. When you get sick and tired of being sick and tired, something happens and you start to open up to a possibility that maybe, maybe I'm in my own way. Maybe there's something more than, than what meets the eye. You're gonna need something 
that is not within your little mind and your little perception. And that's where prayer comes in. That's where meditation comes in. That's where life visioning comes in. So if you just said, help, I'm open. I'm available to something new. Now you're on your way. Yeah. Help is a prayer. Help, help is a prayer. Yeah. I, I say, when I use the word help, I say, hello, eternal loving presence. That's what help means to me. Yeah. Hello, eternal, eternal loving. loving presence. Wow, that's a good one. Back in the day when the Bodhi tree existed and a book fell off the shelf. Just, I walked in and the book just slammed on the floor off the shelf. And it was exactly what I needed to read at that time. And so I learned about manifestation. I learned about the second stage which is how to manifest, which is establishing intention, beginning to see visually the kind of life you want to uh, live, beginning to have conversation about that kind of life. I tell people you have to talk about it more than you talk about your problems, because at the end of the day, if you're complaining more than you're talking about your vision, yeah. then you're in inertia. So this is a shift that takes place where you're actually talking about the possibilities mm -hmm. more than you're talking about your issues. Yeah. But you don't deny the issues. Bad things have happened to people. You're not denying that those things have happened. But it's the energy that you give to it. That yes. is a definite true fact. If you start talking about somebody or you're engaged in a conversation where you're gossiping, before long, you're spiraling down. Energy goes into those lower frequencies. Yep. Doubt, worry, fear. All, now you're in, you're in that sediment, mm -hmm. you're in that dynamic. Mm -hmm. But if you start talking about possibility, even, even if you don't know how to get there, then your energy starts to go up. Mm -hmm. You know, what if, you ask a what if question. You know, what if, what if all my needs were met? What would I be doing in my life? What if everything is really working together for my good? What if all the bad things that have happened in my life are leading me to activating some great potential in my, in my experience. Mm -hmm. What if God really is on my side? Yeah. You know, you ask a what if question and you start to notice little tiny miracles happening in your life. Mm -hmm. Things start to manifest. You don't know how they got there. The, the primary dark night of the soul is when you're losing your identification yeah. with your previous identity, but you don't yet have an identification with what's new emerging. You're mm -hmm. in That's good. the dark. That's good. You don't know. Uh, you, you, you knew this is who you used to be, yeah. but you're not that anymore. But who you're becoming, you're not that either. So it's dark. It's really, and sometimes it's excruciating. Sometimes it's a lot of fear, a lot of disconnect. And I, I, I tell people that when you're going through that, mm -hmm. tell them to ask this question. If this experience were to last forever, yeah. what quality would have to emerge for me to have peace of mind. Ooh. So if you ask that question, and you say, oh, if, I, if, I, if, I, is this, if this particular experience was gonna last forever, I would need, I would need some strength, or I would need some, some peace, I would need a little bit more, you know, name whatever quality. And what happens is, when your attention starts focusing on that quality, rather than resisting the dark night, then the process is speeded up and your identification, you move through it faster. You move it through it faster. Yeah. Pain pushes until the vision pulls. So life is progressive and it's pushing you yeah. until you get pulled by a larger vision. So once you have a vision that you can articulate. Okay, so pain pushes you. So it get, it's hard, it's harder, it's harder, it's harder, and it's trying to force you into having 
a vision, a vision yes. that's bigger than, than, than the, the pain. pain. And that's a principle. Potential is always bigger than the problem. Potential is always bigger than the problem. Your potential is infinite and is always bigger than whatever problem you're going through. You begin to have a, a, a vision about the possibility. Mm -hmm. You start to be pulled by it. And then once you really sincerely embrace it yeah. and your life begins to be, okay, when I wake up this morning, I'm going to walk in the direction of my purpose. I'm going to walk in the direction of my vision. I'm going to walk in the direction of that possibility and the potential yes. instead of allowing myself to go, oh, woe is me, or I can't believe, or that. Right. I'm going to walk in the... The cosmic yeah. two by four doesn't need to hit you as much. Wow. You're pulled. You're being pulled more by joy, and it's like, I'm being pulled by some, something. Now, it doesn't mean you're not going to have challenges. Of course, of course. We don't, we don't, we're not praying to live a challenge-free life. We're praying that the challenges that come activate latent potential. Understanding that pain pushes until vision pulls. Ask what-if questions. Yes. Begin to see, visualize the kind of life you want to live. Mm -hmm. Begin to talk about it. Begin to write it down. Begin to dream about it. And then what I, what I teach is you talk about it. Doesn't mean you talk to everybody because everyone is not trustworthy. That's right. You talk to selected friends. About it. About it. You talk to it. Uh -huh. You actually talk to the vision. Talk to the possibility. Talk to love. You talk to peace. You talk to prosperity. I see you everywhere. I see you prosperity in the lawn. I see you abundance on the, in the grain of the sand. I see you everywhere. Mm -hmm. You talk to it. And then after a while, you're talking from it. This podcast is sponsored by Authentic Service Group, an organization empowering young adults to explore their potential and achieve success genuinely through virtual life and leadership coaching, community engagement, and networking events for emerging leaders in the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area and beyond. For more information, visit AuthenticServiceGroup.org. No matter what life throws your way, you've got this. Hey there, welcome to the energy reading for episode 23. Super grateful to have you here. Gentle reminder if this isn't your first time and a heads up if it is, these are general collective readings rather than being one-on-one. -on -one, so it's possible what comes through may not apply to you and that's okay. That just means the guidance in this particular reading might be messages that someone else out there needs to hear. And maybe the next one will be for you. You have permission to take what resonates from this reading and leave what doesn't. Before we get started, let's all just take a deep breath. That was nice. <laughs> Energy is all good over here. If you need a minute to get everything feeling good on your end, feel free to pause and do what you got to do and come back when you're ready. I've already blessed and shuffled the card decks I'm using for our energy reading. So just a quick shout out to the artists before we get started. We've got the Universal Weight Tarot by A.E. Weight and Pamela Coleman-Smith. The Wild Unknown Pocket Tarot by Kim Kranz, 
The Angels and Ancestors Oracle by Kyle Gray, The Daily Crystal Inspiration Oracle by Heather Askenasi, and since we're focusing on manifesting, <laughs> last but certainly not least, we've got The Sacred Destiny Oracle by Denise Lynn. All right, folks, let's see what's in the cards for us today. Okie dokie. Hey, folks, <laughs> gonna kick us off with the Universal Tarot. And I will try my very best to breeze through this <laughs> for returning listeners because I know that last energy reading was long. Thanks for hanging in there <laughs> if you listen to the entire thing. Um, and yeah, for anyone who's new, just to catch you up, the noise that you're hearing in the background, that's me doing additional shuffling of the cards. And that way we get random messages that fly out, uh, which are the cards. <laughs> and that's what we consider our guidance from spirit for the reading. So let's see what we get to start from our universal tarot cards. Okay, so a whole bunch of cards fell out. <laughs> I'm picking those up, but one actually flipped itself over. So I'm just going to go with that one card. Um, and in general for this reading, I'm open to however many cards <laughs> I get from each of the decks. And so the card that came out from the Universal Tarot is the King of Pentacles. Um, I mean, this is actually a um, actually a really positive, you know, place to start. Uh, as far as pentacles goes, that's earth energy. So that has to do with physical reality, um, could have to do with work, could have to do with finances, but it, it's what we can see. Um, and the king of pentacles, that's kind of the highest that you can go <laughs> as far as um, tarot and, you know, kind of the different elements are, are concerned. And so with King of Pentacles, that represents energy that's hardworking, um, successful uh, in terms of assets and someone who's incredibly uh, grounded and really has a handle on things <laughs> as it relates to kind of their physical world. Um, yeah, some could say kind of like smooth talker, sophisticated, like like King of Pentacles energy. That's somebody who's quote unquote, like got their shit together, <laughs> you know, um, and and for so many of us, we're on the journey to like get there. So with King of Pentacles, like that's, you know, the goal, I think, for a lot of folks out there. Um, and uh, for anyone who's new, as far as gender is concerned, uh, this is the King of Pentacles, but it doesn't necessarily have to be male. Um, yeah, could be male, female, non-binary. Take it how it resonates. Um, yeah, yeah. Anyways, I think you get the picture of what King of Pentacles represents. Um, this is an interesting place for us to start. And I wonder the picture that the rest of the cards, you know, what that's going to paint for us, because I don't know if this is, you know, energy as far as you, the listener, or maybe somebody that you're thinking about. Um, so it could be that that we're picking up on or this King of Pentacles that we have here, you know, uh, as it relates to manifesting. <laughs> maybe this is the goal. Uh, that is something that I just said. Uh, you know, for some folks out there, this King of Pentacles energy might be what 
you're working toward right now. <laughs> and, you know, may, maybe you don't quite feel like you got your shit together yet, <laughs> but you're on your way. And that, you know, it's, it's all a process and we're all learning as we go. So perhaps King of Pentacles is the goal. And so if that resonates for you, um, we'll see what we get from the rest of the cards <laughs> as far as how to manifest this. And we could also see this as the King of Pentacles being energy where it's like master manifester, because <laughs> that's a thing for folks who just really seem to have tapped in to their energy and they're just like manifesting left and right. <laughs> that could be this King of Pentacles. So maybe that's you, maybe that's somebody that you're thinking about, or that's something that you're working toward. So yeah. Um, Let's see what we get from the other cards. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the wild unknown pocket tarot next and then move into the Oracle. Let's see what we get to clarify this master manifester, <laughs> this king of pentacles energy. Oh, okay. All right, we have, oh, that's a lot of cards. Uh, we have five cards. Um, you know what? I'll take it because we're on episode 23. Two plus three is five. <laughs> and this episode is dropping on 12-12. Here we go. <laughs> that's going to be a yes. Okay, so let's see what we got. We have, ooh, the high priestess. Okay, the strength card, the ace of swords, the chariot, <laughs> the lovers, ooh, <laughs> okay, so we've got um, major arcana and minor arcana, so if you are new, um, major arcana is like major themes, main characters that we can see in tarot and minor arcana. That's where we've got the pentacles, which we've got, um, from the universal tarot with the king of pentacles, but from the wild, unknown, what, what? <laughs> from the wild unknown <laughs> pocket tarot, we have the ace of swords, um, and swords is air energy. So that's thoughts, mindset, communication, I think what's really interesting <laughs> about what we have here. So, so again, this King of Pentacles that we have here, we, I mean, we could kind of see this as insight into maybe what this King of Pentacles is trying to manifest, especially if this episode is going to be like an extension or continuation of episode 22. <laughs> so yeah, it's just really interesting um, how this is all coming together. Uh, and so yeah, looking at the major arcana that's here with the high priestess card, um, this is very similar to the empress card, which has come up in a previous um, UGT reading for returning listeners. And, and so it like if we think about that empress energy, that that's actually, you know, kind of in a 
female, feminine energy perspective, though take it how it resonates, could be male, female, non-binary, it's feminine energy. But that's what that Empress card represents in, in, in terms of abundance. And so if we're also thinking about that um, with manifesting, that's quite appropriate. But with the high priestess, that's almost like, that's almost like a step further. <laughs> I'm actually kind of, and high priestess, that's one of our major arcana cards, of course. And so I'm kind of seeing this high priestess as being like, like equal <laughs> to this king of pentacles. It's almost like, hmm. I mean, the other interesting thing is that we have the strength card here. Um, and then we have the chariot. And then, of course, with the lovers, that's the other reason <laughs> why with the high priestess and, and the king of pentacles, I'm like, oof, like I think I feel like both of those energies are equal. Yeah. With ace of swords, ace being we could say that's like one. And so in numerology, that's like, you know, taking that first step, you like you've you've launched something getting started. And so with this chariot being here. I mean, it's really interesting because chariot strength and then with swords energy, that's thoughts, mindset, communication. So perhaps <laughs> these two master manifestors here, <laughs> the high priestess and the king of pentacles, like that's that's the lovers. <laughs> but I think underneath that. Perhaps both of these energies are kind of in their ace of swords right now, as far as either maybe a shift in mindset, um, you know, like like starting to to either think or see things from a different perspective, um, you know, and I think that actually ties in quite nicely uh, with the talk <laughs> um, and, and how and just in general with manifesting how the way we think and what we focus our attention on, like that's where the energy is going to flow. And so, yeah, maybe with this Ace of Swords, this could also have to kind of do with manifesting as far as like that starting point And what are you going to think? What, what are you going to, you know, what are you going to do in, in terms of your mindset? It's your choice. Yeah. And I think with strength and chariot, perhaps, perhaps what this is representing as far as like major themes is that like, for both of them in some sort of way, like starting out at this, you know, at, at this ace of swords, if this applies to both of these energies here, male, female, non-binary, it's taking strength in order to be <laughs> in that chariot energy, which is all about like actually moving forward on something. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's really I think about having a vision and a goal and and going for it, you know, and, and so I think. This is actually appropriate um, for this whole episode on manifesting as well. I mean, it, <laughs> I'm tripping over my words a little bit, but it's just kind of cool how all of this is um, connecting. I'm a bit beside myself. <laughs> so hopefully what I'm saying is clear so far. What I'm getting is King of Pentacles, High Priestess, both super strong energies and perhaps they have perhaps they have manifesting capabilities in a different way because the high priestess is a bit more of like mystic <laughs> and then king of pentacles, you know, pentacles being that earth energy that is kind of like practical, you know? Um, hmm. And so, you know, this actually, maybe this is two separate energies, whether it's you, somebody you're thinking about, or this could be an individual embodying all of this. Um, 
But with the lover's card being here, that's why I'm thinking, <laughs> you know, may, maybe this could be different energies or, you know, with the lovers, uh, that that could actually be about partnership and maybe kind of melding together. So could still apply to an individual, maybe bridging, you know, these aspects of themselves. And perhaps that does take strength <laughs> to really kind of be in that sort of chariot energy of moving forward. But either way, I feel like with this Ace of Swords being here, um, excuse me, I got a cough. <clears throat> Pardon me. Um, ooh, and you know what? The fact that I had to cough there, of course. <laughs> I'm going to pay attention to that. Returning listeners know anything that happens during a reading, I consider it part of the message or guidance. And so, I, yeah, I guess the Ace of Swords is something I'm supposed to pay attention to. <laughs> and so I think... Uh, movement has begun <laughs> on something as it relates to either communicating uh, and, and maybe that does take some strength in order to just go for it and do it um, or on thoughts and mindset. So maybe maybe there were there was some sort of mindset could be limiting beliefs <laughs> if we're thinking about manifesting where it, it has taken some mental strength in order to move beyond that and, and to be able to manifest. Um, Okay, cool. Let's see what we get from the Oracle cards. I'm going to go with uh, the angels and the ancestors next. Yeah, looking at these tarot cards and just even seeing how I put these together on my spread, I, it, I am kind of picking up a little bit that this could be about sort of bridging different perspectives um, in order to manifest something. I don't know. <laughs> I think the Oracle cards will help clarify. <laughs> so let's see what we get. Come on, angels and ancestors. Okay. When I shuffle and it takes this long for cards to come out, especially since I am not the best shuffler in the world, <laughs> um, I pay attention to that too. And so maybe whatever comes out, um, this is either something that either, you know, you or whoever you're thinking about, like it's a message that they're, ooh, uh, <laughs> okay hold on as I said I'm not the best shuffler but you know what that that's all right I'm gonna try again <laughs> but yeah as I'm picking these up um and I think even with that happening just the uh, the craziness of all that okay let me scoop my chair up <laughs> Okay, so, yep, all that that just happened. This might be a message that either you or somebody that you're picking up on really needs to hear or they're having a hard time accepting. Um, maybe it's a message that's like triggering because, <laughs> uh, yeah, the way that like the cards just woo, like went everywhere. Um, I'm gonna try that again. Come on, spirit. <laughs> Oh, 
Mm. And I felt frustrated by that too. <laughs> Usually when that happens, I'm like, oh, you know, whatever. But yeah, just thinking about it, I'm like, oof, I actually felt a little frustration. I don't know where that came from. So yeah, maybe that resonates for you too. Like whatever is going on, maybe there's been a little bit of that. And perhaps the Ace of Swords that's, you know, here is maybe clearing that, you know, having the strength, strength card to kind of get through that, push past that, you know, being in that chariot energy. Okay. We have two cards from the angels and the ancestors. Hmm. We have the animal guardian, trust your instincts and the high priest intend and create. Okay. Um, cool thing about this. We have the high priestess card that just came out from the wild unknown tarot. And I promise <laughs> I shuffle through these. So yeah, whatever comes out, it it's truly, 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 truly <laughs> random. Um, and so having the high priest card and the high priestess, it's like, it's, yeah, it, that balance, you know, kind of being there is pretty cool to see. And then the animal guardian, trust your instincts. Um, I think this is actually, this is quite the clarifier for the ace of swords. <laughs> Something that I said in the last episode, um, it, you know, for listeners, if you are tuning in and what you pick up from these readings is different from what I pick up from the cards that is absolutely encouraged that like that's fabulous. And so with this animal guardian card that just came out, I'm actually shifting my perspective. I'm in my ace of swords because <laughs> um, this saying, trust your instincts. I now I now I'm getting it like now this is maybe this is becoming clear. And again, if this is a continuation of the last episode where we had like love and marriage and there was a lot in there that had to do with kind of like partnerships, um, I think that solidifies why the lover's card is here. <laughs> I think the ace of swords plus the strength card plus the chariot card, it, it this equals animal guardian, trust your instincts. Um, and so maybe from a manifesting perspective, because this is definitely going in a romantic reading direction, <laughs> but take it how it resonates for you. Because again, with partnerships, it could be romantic, but it also could have to do with work, family, friends. But with the lover's card being here, something with partnerships, it, it's just so incredibly apparent. And as well as the fact that we had the high priestess card from the wild unknown pocket tarot, and then we got the high priest. <laughs> intend and create, which it, yeah, it's, there's again, that balance mirroring duality plus intend and create that's, that's manifesting. Um, and you have to trust your instincts, of course, as far as just what you're putting your, your thoughts and your energy toward, because that does, that has an impact on how things manifest in your physical reality. King of Pentacles. <laughs> yeah. So, Okay. That's really interesting. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, overall, what I'm getting from this so far, there's, there's something as far as trusting instincts and, and mindset and it, as it relates to manifesting some sort of partnership, because we got this high priestess and high priest could be male, female. Oh my goodness. <laughs> could be male, female, non-binary for both. And uh, for new folks, I, I stumble over my words sometimes anyway, but when it happens like a lot <laughs> in an episode, again, along with everything else that transpired, um, yeah, maybe 
maybe this is a message that's been, I don't even know if it's been difficult for someone to see here, what have you. Um, maybe all of this happening is, <laughs> maybe, maybe that is a representation of like the feeling, you know, like, like the energy that, that surrounds. <laughs> but within it all, and it's actually interesting in my, in, interesting, ah, in my spread, <laughs> uh, you know, just naturally I put the ace of swords in the middle. So maybe there's like a lot of swirl and everything going around. Um, and in this particular situation, whatever context it resonates, you do have to kind of trust your instincts in order to create the outcome that you desire, you know, kind of in that king of pentacles, master manifester energy. <laughs> I think part of this is also because with the cards coming out and how it's really connecting um, to just the topic and the theme of, of the episode at large, I think that's also part of it. I'm just getting a little excited. So let's move on. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the Daily Crystal Inspiration next and then close us out with the Sacred Destiny. All right, let's see what words of wisdom we get from the crystals, which technically that's earth energy. <laughs> so what do we get from our pentacles? <laughs> uh, we got one card that came out. Um, just want to update that. And that card is, ooh, crystal praise. Eek. At, uh, I remember this from like an, a reading early on <laughs> um, in the podcast and yeah, still don't know how to say this. Crystal praise. I, I hope I'm saying that correctly. Probably not. But the message here is allow yourself to receive. Um, hmm. That could be, I mean, yeah, that could tie into the cards that we got from the angels and the ancestors in particular with trusting your instincts. Um, hmm. I think with allowing yourself to receive, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, like trust your instinct when you feel it's okay to like let your guard down with whatever situation context this whole deal is. <laughs> um, allow yourself to receive like when, when your instincts, <laughs> when your spidey senses tell you um, that the time is right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause ultimately you'll know, you'll have that inner knowing. And that's part of, you know, what this episode was about too. So again, it's pretty cool how this is all connecting. Okay. Last but not least, let's see what we get from the sacred destiny. And then we shall call it a day. <laughs> okay. You know what? <laughs> With the shuffling taking so long too, this could also be kind of like a message from spirit of with manifesting just in general, be patient. Yeah, 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 because it, it's not immediate, you know? Um, 
but it does take like, you know, intention. Like right now I'm super focused on not dropping all these cards. <laughs> but with the Angels of the Ancestors deck earlier, I got distracted. They flew everywhere. <laughs> so, okay, okay. This is all making a little more sense. <laughs> Ooh. Whoa. Okay, okay, we got one card. And the card is Miracles. All right, folks, this whole reading <laughs> has really, truly been about manifesting. In particular, manifesting some sort of, um, I think, partnership. And yeah, and I did say that this is kind of leaning in a romantic direction because of the fact that we have the lover's card, but the, you know, the more I think about it, the more, it's, the more I'm kind of leaning toward this actually applying to anything and everything. <laughs> um, and with this miracles card, it's, I mean, with manifesting and, and just the whole concept and I think really believing that there are certain things that might seem out of reach that are in fact possible. <laughs> They're definitely possible but they're only possible with the belief that they are possible along with <laughs> the action or intention um, required in order to manifest that or bring it to life. But I just think it's really interesting with this allow yourself to receive card. Um, like how does that tie in? Hmm, I almost wish I had more cards to clarify y'all, but I think the reason why that message stands out so much to me is perhaps that's a message from spirit. Like what I said before, like once you've manifested all this, like once this miracle, <laughs> once this sacred destiny, this miracle is manifested, um, uh, allow yourself to receive it. Yeah. Just make sure that that you're, you remain in that ace of swords, that you have kind of like that beginner's mindset, <laughs> growth mindset, beginner's mindset. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, I hope that was helpful <laughs> for whoever needed to hear it. I know I stumbled, I <laughs> dropped things like it, it, it was a little all over the place. I can absolutely acknowledge that. So if you were able to keep up with me, <laughs> uh, props to you. Um, yeah, and if none of this resonated for you, that's quite all right. It just means this reading wasn't for you. Um, or maybe this is giving you insight into somebody that you're thinking about and what they're experiencing. But either way, this was clearly <laughs> a delight um, for, for me to do. Uh, it's just interesting energy, you know, happening here. And, and I think the reason why I feel that way is because it, it is about manifesting and, and action and just... It's really, I think, feeling energized enough to to want to manifest something. You know what I mean? So, yeah, take it how it resonates. <laughs> um, I hope everyone out there has a great week and beyond. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I really appreciate it. And whatever you got going on, just know that you got this. <laughs> Talk soon.